0: When you're old, you should at least be able to tell yourself, you tried. Hey everyone, my name is Pratyusha Parkala and welcome to my podcast, Prana Cafe. I'm using this platform to talk about environment, sustainability and climate action. And trying to keep it as positive, as hopeful, as optimistic as possible, despite all the mad, crazy things that are happening in the world... And while each one of us are battling with our own monsters, with our own struggles of everyday life, we at least can come together as a community to deal with problems that are so much more larger than ourselves. So let's find out what's in store in today's episode of Prana Cafe. Well, I was just reading this book in which someone asked a question. What's the difference between happiness and inner peace? The answer was pretty simple. Happiness is what you find outside when something positive happens. Like you get a really good job or you get a bonus or you get good marks in the exam. That is something external and it's a positive thing according to us and that makes us happy. But on the other hand, inner peace is something that happens irrespective of what's happening in the outer world. There could be a calamity, there could be a catastrophe, there could be loss, there could be sadness. But still, you stay as it is. You just observe what's happening around you and accept things as they are. Of course, whatever you can change, whatever is happening, you take control and do it, irrespective of the results. And you feel that inner calm, inner purpose inner light. That is inner peace. Maybe that's a little too philosophical. But um, to tell you, I've had this personal loss. Someone very, very close to me passed away this week. And for a moment, everything felt like the ground beneath my feet was just leaving me I didn't know where to find my center, what's happening, Uh, why does everything feel so uncertain, unexpected, one moment, everything's beautiful, the people that you love, the people that you care for, the people uh, who love you, they're with you and in another instant, it's all just gone, right? Right? It feels so uncertain, just like what's happening in the present time with the COVID situation. I know we've talked and talked over and over again about this very topic, Um, maybe in this podcast, maybe on the news, maybe in your WhatsApp groups, maybe on the social media handles, everyone is talking about it, but have we considered how it affects an individual? I know uh, mostly now it's just about numbers and statistics. We are like, oh, we touched the 1 million mark. Oh, this is how uh, how much the death rate is. This is how many people have recovered. Everyone has just become a statistic. On one hand, when we are talking about COVID becoming a greatest leveler, because uh, some of the topmost Hollywood or Bollywood actors, be it sports personalities or politicians or the really wealthy people, they are also being affected And on the other end of the spectrum, the migrant workers, the people who are vulnerable, the people who are in poor communities, in confined spaces, people who do not have even basic needs and necessities or shelter, they are also being affected. So while COVID does not spare anyone, one thing is for sure, when someone who is on the more marginalized communities, like people who cannot afford the treatment, They are obviously more affected. They do not have access to a great private hospital. They do not have a panel of doctors taking care of them. And obviously, they do not have the money, which is the most basic thing that is required for a treatment. Even if there is a beautiful drug or a ventilator or a beautiful bed somewhere, beautiful in terms of just accessible, right? Even then... If you do not have the money for it, if you do not have the resources to even reach a place of treatment, then obviously you're already at a disadvantage. And believe it or not, just like what's happening in the COVID situation, I think COVID is only a trailer of what is about to come in terms of climate crisis. This is not to scare you. This is not to threaten you. This is not to make you, uh, you know, have that anxiety of, oh my God, this is so big. How do I handle it? Well, if you've seen the trailer of COVID, if we are all present during the COVID times, then we should know that when situation gets out of hand, then that is when the human limitation comes in, right? You feel like, okay, this is all I can do. But for climate change there is still something that is within your control. There are things that you can still do and say, okay, I've taken action. Okay, I know I'm responsible for this situation and indirectly or directly at some point, I will be affected by it. And this is why I take control and change my lifestyle so that we leave earth in a better place than we found it. Let me take examples, okay? A lot of my friends, they've become first-time mothers and I was thinking, You're so happy that you've brought a new life onto this planet. But imagine when they are 20 years old and they're battling worse climate uh, conditions than what we are doing today, be it in terms of the heat, um, be it in terms of the drought, be it in terms of rainfall, typhoons, pandemics, all these things. It's only set to go bigger and worse in the coming years. That is one thing. And what if you want to travel the world, want to explore places, But did you know some of the most beautiful destinations around the world are facing direct threat of climate change? I used to love trekking 10 years ago around 2010, 11, 12. I used to trek a lot in the Himalayas. And back then, uh, what used to be pristine, what used to be confined to a few people, now has become a spot of mass tourism and there is glacier melting, there is very unsustainable tourism practices like throwing your trash there, using a lot of single-use plastic in terms of water bottles and all of that and some of the most exotic island destinations around the world are said to be submerged under the water before the end of the century in fact in a few decades did you know uh, there's a nation called Kiribati and it has become the first nation in the world which has bought real estate, land in other countries, because that country is going to go underwater. And when it goes underwater, what will all the citizens, all the population of that country do? They become climate refugees and they end up like being displaced. So they have to go to another country to live, right? Imagine if you're an IT employee, you're shifting between cities, you have gone to another state or another city uh, looking for job and you're trying to buy a house of your own you know how expensive that is, right? Even with a constant income, even with two people, maybe you and your partner working, you still find it difficult to buy a a single piece of land, like a small tiny apartment. But imagine a country investing and buying land for all its people in another country. I think that's just insane when I got to know about this fact. Uh, So the younger generation, the older generation, no one seems to be spared from this climate crisis, right? So I do not see the reasons for this denial I do not see why we think it is okay not to act I do not see a reason why we feel like maybe it won't affect us the basic resources that we require to live our lives are going to be threatened and yeah and I think it's just time to act because dealing with climate change isn't a luxury it's a life and death issue with economic repercussions right Um, we are ruining the planet that gives us life We are ruining the ocean that gives us fish and we are ruining the rivers that give us clean water. And uh, it's not just about false optimism, right? It's saying that despite all the things that are going on, what is my commitment? What is my purpose? I am not going to step back on my pursuit for positive climate action and I want to make sure that The least number of people are suffering, and I am on the pursuit of figuring out how the least number of people would be at the receiving end of this climate crisis. And I sincerely, truly, wholeheartedly hope that you join me on this journey. Today, I am quoting Hubert Reeves. He said, Man is the most insane species. He worships an invisible god and destroys a visible nature. Unaware that this nature he's destroying is this god he is worshiping. Thank you so much for tuning in today's episode. I know some days could feel a little overwhelming, a little anxiety ridden, not knowing where to do, not knowing where to find your ground, but I sincerely hope you continue on this path of climate action. I hope you commit to something. I hope uh, you find one or two reasons to be on the path of climate action because we are all in this together. There are so many resources, so much material, so many facts that I keep sharing on my social media handles. You can find me on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter at cfa18. That that is P-R-A-T-H y-u-s-h-a-c-f-a-18 and uh, if you still have any ideas that you think i should address that we should be discussing please do leave me a message it means the whole world to me Um, and of course one other reminder is uh, we are almost towards the end of the month of july which happens to be plastic free july you're going one month in a year without buying purchasing Uh, any plastic there are tons of ideas for the same reach out to me if you want to discuss any particular ideas or if you have suggestions and I hope this episode was helpful stay safe stay very very healthy take care of people around you and most importantly take care of yourself lots of love to you bye-bye this is Pratyusha signing off